Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. All right. So let's talk about slutty Xmas. <laughs> All right. So um, it's in between, you know, Christmas time and New Year's. So there may be some extra activities that end up happening um, in, you know, after the fact. So, um, you know, if anything really exciting happens, I'll do an update. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about this year's 2023's Slutty Xmas. Woo! So this year, um, I did some things a little bit differently. Um, I didn't do my 12 days of pleasure. Um, I was too busy working. I guess that's pleasurable. I was you know, really dropping into torturing people. <laughs> Which, of course, again, as always, make sure you listen to the, con sorry, uh, we should, uh, give me a second here. Um, so we should definitely make sure you listen and you watch and you looked at the content warning of um, what we're going to get into uh, so that you don't get freaked out or triggered. Um, so, because I got into some freaky shit, as I always do on Slutty Xmas. <laughs> okay. So uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So I didn't do my normal 12 days of pleasure um, as I was super busy working and spending a lot of time in the dungeon, uh, torturing new and old and current clients. <laughs> good times. Good times. So I suppose there was lots of pleasure. There's lots of pleasure. Just it wasn't that 12 days of conscious pleasure that I usually do before um, we drop into to the slutty Xmas department. And this year, I decided that instead of, you know, like having a, a plan, um, as we found out in past uh, Slutty Xmas seasons, uh, which can create performance anxiety, I just said I was open to exploring at least one new thing that I've never done before. Past years, and you should listen to those episodes. In past years, it was like, I always started with seven new things and I moved down to three new things. Um, and now, which created a lot of performance anxiety. Now I'm just like, I can find at least one new thing over the holiday season to explore, to expand my sexual exploration. So you wonder what did? 
Also, as a loving, loving reminder, if you want to watch me, and so right now, I look adorable. I got little Christmas tree things on my head, sparkly green, and and uh, I have my, uh, what we're going to talk about, one of the things I got into, I got my new tentacle uh, dildo, <laughs> you know, hanging on the, hanging out with my, my fuzzy uh, mic for you to see. So if you want to watch me, because you miss watching me, um, and you're like, why are you not on YouTube anymore? I can't find these episodes on YouTube anymore. It's because YouTube has gone like crazy in the, the censorship department of me. Um, it's like the more popular I get, the more YouTube pays attention and they start nailing me for everything. I mean, the whole, my whole being apparently is against, you know, community guidelines. <laughs> so for at the Right now, if you want to watch, you're going to have to be join that um, life. So that's where um, all the kinky people hang out. And on my page, uh, my profile, which is Empress Dash Gaia, um, you'll find all of the you know all of the videos on there, as well as some other very taste, <laughs> very juicy sexy and uh well let's be honest I'm a little slutty <laughs> videos pictures all sorts of fun things over there and so you might want to come get a fet life profile and come follow me over there um as well as don't forget to join the membership so you can actually see what happens in the dungeon and there's a lot of new exciting things going on um we've got the dungeon wired up with some new tech um so that's going to be very exciting um working on you know creating a you know our our membership's going to get even more more delicious uh bdsm membership as well as um you know all sorts of very sexy streaming from the dungeon so we're working on a whole bunch of new plans of you know how you get to see more of me <laughs> actually really more of me <laughs> and in a more graphic way okay all right so where was i oh yeah slutty xmas 2023 <laughs> got excited there Okay, so there's a couple of things that I've never talked about. So we're going to talk about a little bit. Um, and again, content warning, make sure you read that. All right. So before I tell you about the things that I got into, I need to explain what they are. Um, if you're in case you've never heard of them, and I've never talked about them. So you ready? Here we go. The first thing is I want to talk to you about being a who cow. You're like, what the hell is a who cow? Well, a who cow is basically uh, a human cow. Um, and there's like forced lactation involved. And, you know, it's a form of, well, it's a form of like animal play, you know, like pet play, right? Um, but this is the case of, you know, basically, you know, being a cow and being milked and um, being available for, you know, breeding. And, and so there's like a whole... There's a whole world around being a hookah, okay? And, you know, there's outfits and costumes and, you know, a 
equipment and all sorts of fun things to really embody and embrace the hukou lifestyle, so to speak. So one of the things that I have over the years um, is been, and that, you know, I've tried on numerous occasions, but haven't quite accomplished it yet, is this idea of forced lactation um, and, you know, becoming a hukou. And, you know, if you're like, ooh, I'm a little nervous. I've never talked about this publicly. So <laughs> if you're like, she's not really not really giving us a lot it's because i'm a little nervous but sharing this <laughs> see and if you could see me you'd see how red my face was notch is my lipstick and my dress um okay so being a hukou so forced lactation is you know not of course obviously not not lactating from being pregnant but inducing lactation which there's a bunch of things that you can do to uh, induce the lactation um, in your breasts so that you can, you know, you know, be a good hukou or for adult breastfeeding, which is a whole other conversation. And there's a bunch of reasons, different reasons why people may want to have forced lactation. Sorry, I got some allergies going on this morning. Um, so for me, over the years, um, you know, I've, I've, I've attempted to do forced lactation a couple different times. Like one time I only did it with like a regular hand pump and I dedicated like a whole month where basically all I did was pump my breasts or have my breasts suckled. Um, you know, it was like two to three times a day, 20, 20, 20 minutes each breast. Um, and I did, I got a little bit of lactation going on. And then of course life takes over and, you know, who has time? <laughs> Forced lactation is like a full-time job to make this shit happen. And then, you know, I've had periods of time where, you know, I've had, you know, some suckling and we've done it again. And, you know, I, you know, this last year I got a milking machine, um, which is all like very industrious. And the reason I'm sharing all this is because this is going to come into play in, in the new experience that I got to have. Um, and so, you know, I've, you know, done a combination of, you know, um, you know, suckling uh with uh you know milking with my milking machine and in different positions and my cute little hookah outfit and and all sorts of fun things and you know again I got a little bit but not I need you know needs to be like full on and I had to take some breaks because this last year is you know my audience if you've been listening to me I've had a bunch of health issues so you know there's a lot of intensity that you know I've, I've had to take a break so someday hopefully it will happen. And if not, it's always fun. The process is a fun process as long as you don't get all crazy about it, which uh, in the, I will not lie in the past I have, which made it not fun. So I don't get crazy about it anymore. Okay. All right. So there's their who cow. What's a who cow? All right. So this year, one of the fun new things that uh, Master and I got up to was, and, you know, for my birthday, I got the the Motor Bunny, which I had a whole conversation. So if you're like, what is the Motor Bunny? Please go listen to the episode about my, you know, my, my birthday, my 29th birthday of debauchery. And, um, you'll, I know, and I'll tell you all, and you can learn all about my adventures on the Motor Bunny. So anyways, so an update on the motor bunny. I'm still in the baby stage. <laughs> I've not 
gotten to the the more media, uh, you know, uh, intermediate yet. I'm still in the 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 beginning stages of my motor bunny use, um, as it is super intense. And so this year, uh, Master decided, well, let's put you on the motor bunny, and let's put your milking machine on. Now. The milking machine is really intense. Like it's made for cows and goats. So like it's got suction and it's intense. And my nipples haven't been um, milked since like November. So, you know, they're out of practice. So it was pretty intense. So I'm on the motor bunny, which is like you sit down. It's like a, a machine that you squat over. It's a, like a symbian if you don't know what a motor bunny is. So it's like a symbian where you like, it's basically, a, you straddle it, you sit on it. And, um, you know, got the milking machine on my breasts and it's going to town and the motor bunny's going to town. And, you know, I'm just like melting and surrendering to the intensity that is happening right now because I have no control. Uh, I have no control over any of the stuff. That's how that works. <laughs> that's what happens when master's in charge <laughs> no control for me <laughs> which is consensual of course and which i love right because the rest of the time i'm dominating the world so it's good for me to surrender and it's good for the world for me to surrender so anyways it was crazy like uh, the intensity on my nipples, the intensity on my vagina, on my clitoris, I can't move. My whole body's just like, oh my god! I, you know, I'm close to orgasming, and then he does orgasm denial, which I'm like, oh, and then he brings me back close, and then he denies, and this went on for a while. Eventually, he let me have a you know intense orgasm, at which time. Um, I couldn't move and I had to be helped off of the motorbike. I got the milking machine off my nipples and he took the milking machine off my nipples. And then, you know, he helped me fall to the floor. <laughs> but wait, there's more. So now I'm laying on the floor being like, my whole body's vibrating. My whole body, I can't move any of my muscles. There's nothing I can do. All right. I can't, I can't do anything. Now, the interesting thing about this experience of the motor bunny is like it almost makes you so like you have no choice but to surrender to the power of the motor bunny, which is a different kind of orgasmic experience, which then you would think would make you like when you fell to the floor that you would be like you spent. But the, it isn't. It's like this really interesting experience where now you are just really pliable. You're like, you can do everything you want to me at that moment. And 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 it really is. And and their desire doesn't decrease, decrease. Like sometimes when you have like a lot of multiple orgasmic experiences, um, it almost makes you spent and that you're like you're done. Like there's this feeling like, completion all right i'm done don't touch me anymore i'm too much too insensitive blah blah blah. but after the motor anytime i'm on the motor bunny is this really interesting thing that happens is like my body doesn't feel i feel spent like i'm literally cannot move kind of spent but sexually i'm actually 
more aroused and want more desire and have more desire. I can't move, so I can't really do anything. <laughs> I'm hoping as I get stronger that, that that will change. But either way, it's kind of fun because then I'm really, really, I've dropped in. I've dropped into subspace. I've dropped into the sexual desire. It's like my whole being is awoken. And at that point, you know, master can do anything he wants to me. And that's usually the case anyways. But this is like a different kind of like, there's a craving for him to do more, to take me, to have me, to use me. Um, that uh, it's a very, it's very new experience. And it's a really wonderful experience. I, I'm loving this experience. So anyway, so then he proceeded to like, you know, play you know with his pussy which is you know one that happens to be on my body but he owns and uh you know i i ejaculated all over the place a bunch of times i kept having more orgasm laying there but there's like again it's like this different kind of orgasmic experience of like deep surrender that because i can't move because my body's spent <laughs> it's like my legs they're, they're done. My whole body's done. And yet my desire is not done at all. And everything is so sensitive and awakened. It's, it's, it's beautiful. So, so that was uh, one day of adventuring, which of course took a lot out of me because, you know, I'm not quite at, you know, my lean, mean fucking machine, uh, um, state yet in my body I'm still a work in progress between you know my healing my body and healing you know getting rid of the things you know parasites and dealing with all the things that I've been dealing with this last year so I'm just getting back to working out and stuff like that so that was intense and and then I got you know basically put in a, a, a kind of a timeout <laughs> which needs to happen so I don't injure my body right as you know my body gets spent and then I don't want to overdo it right so you know, so there was, you know, lots of, you know, of course, lots of blowjobs that, you know, what happens, I just, um, now I'm like frisky. And so I have like drive-by cocksucking. <laughs> For a little while, and then I'm sent back into my corner. Uh, so it does, I don't, you know, I don't overdo it. Uh, so that was a lot over the holidays, of course, my drive-by cocksucking um, uh, state. Then on Christmas the 25th open up my presents and one of my presents because you know is this I'm going to show you fully so you really want to go to FetLife to see this is my tentacle dildo that is like suction cup you can suction cup to the wall I can put this in my strap on so it's so let's talk a little bit about tentacle alien fantasies that I didn't really know I kind of had. <laughs> Here's my other new thing, <laughs> experience. So over the last couple of years, you know, shopping for other, you know, I, I do a lot of cock shopping for the dungeons. And, 
you know, and finding you know, good quality, um, you know, dildos for, you know, all the things that happen in the dungeon, forced oral, strap on play, pegging, um, all the things that happen in the dungeon. And so, I'm, you know, I spend, especially over the last year and a half, two years, I've spent quite a bit of time cock shopping. And always, every time there was like this tentacle cock, you know, dildo, I would giggle like, ah, tentacle porn, ah, and I'd like make it joke about it and how ridiculous it was. But it kind of excited me a little bit inside when I stopped joking about it. So I just kind of watched and observed myself that every time I saw, you know, a tentacle dildo, I was like, ooh, it's kind of exciting. And then I would like, you know, basically make fun of it and laugh about it so that, you know, because it's like, wait, that's way too outside my comfort zone. That's just way too, that, that's just out there. That's a, that's a, a level of out there that I don't think I'm quite ready to acknowledge that I may have, which should, shouldn't be surprising considering all the other crazy, freaky, funky stuff that I get into. <laughs> See, this is a beautiful part of sexual evolution. They're always you're always growing and you're always at can always add new possibilities when you let go of your guilt and your shame and you start to listen. So, right again. So again, in the beginning, I made fun of it because it was like internally part of me was like, oh, that could be kind of hot. And then they're like, no, you can't do that. That's weird. That's too weird. That's, that's outside our weird acceptable level. And so we create judgment we create humor we create all sorts of things to avoid the fact that part of us kind of is like intrigued by something so as i've been you know over the last year and a half all that kind of stuff i've really you know embrace been embracing more of my sexuality and more of my desires and and you know and it's of course as always when you're continuing to be a sexually exploratory being of curiosity, which I am, and you know, pleasure-seeking goddess, which I am, there eventually those things that you think are a little too weird eventually seem to fall into the well. What happens if I try it? And usually, the minute I'm like, ah. If we try it is my brain's way of saying we've always been aroused by this we've always been turned on by it but you're now giving yourself permission so we can go for it so far there's been very few things in my sexual adventuring in life where i was like oh maybe we should try it that it doesn't turn out that i really liked it it may not have been what i expected it to be but there was part of me that felt very satisfied by it and one of the beautiful things about my life across the board is, you know, again, my orgasmic life is the point of this podcast, right? So um, is that the commitment to living an orgasmic life, which means there's all sorts of possibilities that are available for me. So hold up for a second here. Okay, where was I? Oh, yes. So like with everything in my life, adventure exploration leads to all sorts of interesting places. And that's one of the benefits of being in the dungeon as both 
on both sides of the spectrum of sexual exploration, right? Um, me as a pro-dom and being the one that continues to explore that aspect of my sexuality and also being owned by master, my overlord, which allows me to be on the receiving end. So it's like I get these two beautiful ways of continually to explore and express my sexual my sexuality. And as All right, so let's come back to the tentacle. <laughs> so I was shopping for some cocks for the dungeon for some new clients who were into pegging. And wouldn't you know what comes across is this tentacle dildo. And it fits all the requirements, um, you know, for my body, for all, all the requirements. So, you know, I ask master if uh i can buy it for christmas if you can buy it for me for christmas and he's like sure <laughs> so i knew i was i knew it was coming in the mail i knew i was getting it I was anticipating i was very excited about it and then when it showed up with all the other things with amazon and of course it wasn't listed as what it was i had to like you know open it to make sure it wasn't one of the cocks for my clients in the dungeon and so I opened it up and it was like, I was folded in the, in the box. And I was like, oh, I can't look at it yet. <laughs> so I put it back and put it all together. And then, you know, I had it in the house for like a week. And I was so excited about opening this present for Christmas. So I, you know, the 25th morning comes along and, you know, I get the, and I finally get to take it out of the box. <laughs> on the coffee table while we're doing the rest of our gifts and and I can't stop staring at it like you know so I'm getting rather frisky because I'm in my slutty you know Christmas um outfit and you know I've gotten some other toys that I'll talk about those later but for now um you know this was the my one my favorite this is the one that we so far I've explored with so I'm like, okay, I'm getting horny. And I got a little bit of a headache happening because our weather pressure um, was shift shifted drastically over the, the holidays. Got really, really, really warm. Um, so, <coughs> sorry. So I'm, so I'm like, master, can we do some playtime? Yeah, I'd like to do some drive-by cocksucking. So I didn't know that he brought in the tentacle cock strap on. I don't even know what we'll call it. We'll just call it the tentacle. <laughs> right? So, you know, get on bed, getting in, in the thing. And all of a sudden I'm like, you know, sucking cock. And I didn't realize he had it with him. And all of a sudden I feel like this thing around my neck and around my back and coming around. And, and all of a sudden I, then I realized, oh, it's the tentacle. And I couldn't believe how turned on it was. It's like, it's like this whole being like violated by an alien experience that I didn't even know I even desired. I had no idea. So many things. I had no idea. <laughs> Who knew? So as it's like, you know, you know, rubbing up against my face while I have master's cock in my mouth and, you know, all the things I'm getting super turned on. And then he like lubes it up and he's like, 
you know, in the angle that we are, and he like tries to get it, you know, probing and, and he probes it and in and it goes into my vagina. And I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. So it's like so deep and there's so much texture and it feels so amazing and intense. And, you know, he's like pushing up against my cervix with it. And, you know, he's talking dirty about, you know, alien probing and, you know, wanting to plant its spawn and <laughs> while I'm like sucking cock, having a good time having orgasms like intense orgasms and pleasure like I've never experienced before and not realizing who knew I really wanted to be violated by an alien <laughs> I had no idea so you know that was uh, some good times and then at that point I'm like whoo all right that was awesome I'm like whoo let's get the milking machine out let's see if I can do cock sucking being probed by an alien well, you know, my breasts are being milked all at the same time. Well, let me tell you, good times, good times. Okay, please hold, I got to check on something. I'll be right back. Okay, so, yeah, so we get the milky machine out. I'm being probed by the tentacle, I'm sucking cock, having an intense amount of pleasure on so many levels. It's like incredible. So we're like, okay, let's try out the suction cup part. So we suction cup to the wall, get all positioned. And then I'm like, oh, this is good. But we, of course, you know, as always, this is an important piece that when you're exploring in new things, it can have some like, you know, blooper kind of moments. And as long as you like drop into that, it's okay to have those blooper moments and you, you laugh about it and you keep carrying on it's great so you know basically we get now here's the thing the tentacle needs lots of lots of lube the lube my body really likes called fuck water but it tastes awful like awful so we're trying to make sure and i'm gonna suck i want to suck master's cock while this is happening so it's kind of like having a being spit roasted right with uh, spit roasted with my master and my alien <laughs> so anyways we get it so can't you got to keep the, the one hand i can't touch anything like i can't touch it because if i touch it i'll get lube on my hands if i get lube on my hands like when, when i touch master's cock then i'm gonna it's gonna taste awful right so i'm trying to make sure i don't touch anything he gets it set up and then he has to scooch in front of me and put his penis in in the right position and I start getting in the good, the groove of it. And then the suction comes, comes off the wall because it's the wrong angle. So then he has to scooch off the bed, lube it up again, find the right thing, get back into position and sucking cock. And again, you know, we're getting in the rhythm. It's going really well. It feels incredible. And then it pops off the wall. But I can't grab it and touch it and just stick it up because again, we got the lube issue, right? So, and he can't touch his cock or because if he touches his cock, he has lube on his hands because he's been in he's been in charge of lubing up the desk or lubing up the tentacle. So it's quite funny. There's like it takes about four tries. So finally, I'm like, okay, I'll take one hand and I'll stick it to the wall really good, a little bit lower, make sure that it's stuck. 
pull on it. So it's like, you know, stuck really good. And then in it goes, he gets in between my, you know, he gets on the bed and I just don't touch his penis with the hand that I touched the, the tentacle with. And, you know, it's a really, really, really hot time for a really long time. This is amazing. But wait, there's more. <laughs> so after that time, uh, we're like, I'm like, okay. So, you know, he master hands me the, the tentacle. He's like, okay, now you try. And I get, you know, I, so I start to masturbate with it and it's incredible. Like the way that it feels and the depth that it goes and how like you know you can little suction cups over your clitoris and internally it was awesome and then you know of course got some you know uh he held got my uh womanizer out um which is like a little clit sucker um toy and so he started to he held found the right position and then he held it with the tentacle I was like oh my god <laughs> I came some more really hard like psh, mind blowing mind blowing um needless to say my 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 at that point my headache had dissipated which was great for the day I, I was uh got to have again some drive-by cock sucking it was a wonderful day um and lots of fun which me of course then I couldn't stop thinking about the tentacle and being probed by aliens and I had all these hot sex dreams about it and things like that and then sadly boxing day I woke up with like migraine happening and I took some new migraine medication and that migraine medication didn't go very well for me <laughs> but I did not like it so I spent some time not sex time and so you know I had to curb my sexual exploration for the last couple of days because of you know headaches and migraine issues however i woke up this morning i feel pretty good so maybe when uh master comes home from work we can have some more uh tentacle time <laughs> who knows what'll happen between now and new year's right so so far that's the update on slutty xmas uh two new things who cow uh with the motor bunny um who cow with being uh violated by a uh, tentacle um and a whole lot of tentacle spit roasting <laughs> happening uh so you know overall it's been a pretty good slutty xmas and if you're like oh that's it's great again make sure you at this point anything i can i can get into up to anything it's part of my deep commitment to sexual exploration and growth and so i hope uh this year was uh oh i totally forgot to share with you about my nails so i don't know if we can see them very well they just probably looked very very christmasy um because of the colors but what's on my nails i got i got a christmas cock i got lots of cocks ejaculating all over the place that's what, and I got slutty Xmas on my nails. And as always, the girls at the nail salon are always excited at this time of year because they're all like, Woo, what are you going to get done on your nails this year? What are we doing for slutty Xmas? 
So this year we went with ejaculating cocks. Um, I, I can't believe I almost forgot to tell you about that. That's an important, that's important part of the slutty X mission is the slutty X nails. All right. So I hope you had a wonderful holiday season. Uh, I hope you got to have some sex time because usually no one often doesn't get to have sex time because it's all family and family drama and blah, blah, blah. So I hope you were able to have at least a little bit of sex time and some exploration during the holiday season. And if not, you have plenty of time to start now and be part of your, your New Year's resolution is to make pleasure and your sexual exploration a priority in your life because it makes life worth living. Without that sexual exploration, you don't, you don't get to continue to grow as a sexual being. And it's in that deep sexual exploration, not only with yourself, but if you have partners and lovers, which allows you to grow deeper and have deeper commitment and deeper intimacy and more vulnerability with your partners. And the more you have that, the better your sex life is, the better your relationships are when it can handle all of the other shit storms that relationships have to go through. It's trouble with money, co-parenting kids, um, illness, all sorts of things. So I highly recommend making sexuality, pleasure, and sexual exploration an important part of your life because it makes the rest of your life easier. And why are we here if we don't in these bodies if we aren't really, really exploring them? Okay. All right. Till next time, stay, stay curious, stay horny, and embrace a little bit of kink in your life. And maybe, who knows, you might find out you're into tentacles <laughs> and alien probing. <laughs> who knows? Till next time. Love yous. Bye-bye. Hmm. Well, I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience. And I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex, or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. <laughs> I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is my orgasmic life podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook, at my orgasmic life podcast, Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you, what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want, I want to know. Because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? <laughs> so please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, 
but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.